not your favorite Actually, card. Actually, it's not. <laughs> like, don't just lie to us. <laughs> it's just wrong. It's just clearly blatantly wrong. Blatant lies. Sorry. 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 I love it. So good. Uh, how many times have you complained about that noise? I'll be honest. I'm over it. Oh, I'm over okay. it now. Like, I'm, I'm like he just he's he's beating it out of me. Uh, just apathetic <laughs> to the shitty. Do it. Let's embrace it. Good job, guys. We're all about the the what is that? Earth, wind, and fire. That, that I don't a, even know what that is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> yep. Earth, wind, and fire is what you just heard. Welcome to Scrubland Podcast number fifty nine. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeah, boy. Um, Daniel Sale. That's we... Daniel Sale. He sounds disappointed I about being Daniel I... Sale. <laughs> wouldn't you be? I mean, honestly, wouldn't you be? Don't ask the internet that. You get answers from the internet that you don't want. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I mean, common. Like, if somebody tells you to die in a fire, would you consider that a death threat? Um, no. I mean, they're not. They're not like trying to kill you. They're just, They're just telling you to go you. set a fire and jump in it. It's like, can you arrest someone for attempted murder if they just throw a voodoo doll in a fire? They're like, this is you. This is what I'm going to do to you. Die. Check out this sweet stuffy doll. You, no, no, no. If you On say, fire. If you say, this is what I'm going to do to you, that's not quite a death. I mean, that's definitely a death threat. Sorry. It is, it's is not, that now it's a not death quite threat? dodging. Yeah. Okay. That would be a good... If, if only voodoo was real. If voodoo only, is real. Voodoo's real. It's the voodoo that you do. Voodoo. Hmm? You remind me of the babe. You do? <laughs> what do I do? You remind me of the babe. Whoa. Babe with the power. That voodoo that you do is... Tezzeret. Makes me want to shoot, shoot. It's, it's Tezzeret. <laughs> it's Tezzeret in standard. Oh. You need to give up on this card, Chris Gasby. Excuse me? Give up. Absolutely not. No it's way. Over. He's actually doing well with it. It's over. Why is no no no? He'll decide when the love affair is over. <laughs> this is not over. I'll decide when it's over. What's the card you just claimed was your favorite card? <laughs> yeah, not your favorite card, is it? No. Yeah, we're like, Casby, don't lie to our faces. We know it's Tezzeret. No, it's Jace the Mind Sculptor. Obviously, they you... took Jace the Mind Sculptor away from me. <laughs> so now you have to play. His... So now I play with the next best card drawing planeswalker. Uh, card drawing planeswalkers are really good. Mm, we real should play. Good. We should play more of those. They should print more of those. No. No. No, <laughs> don't do that. What's what's wrong with three mana Phyrexian arenas in blue? Uh, that, it's that, not a like, arena. Also, mysteriously gain you life, <laughs> like virtual life advantage. Um, I mean, you, you're saying that that's like a mistake. That yes. that card is not good. That card, to print. I mean, it's I not thought, healthy I thought for Jace the game. was fine. You know what I want? A Heart's format fine. where Jace memory adept is good. Um, I want that right. format. We're looking to at it, sir. Chase memory add up is good right now. Mm -hmm. No, apparently There's everything is good. There's a lot of self-mill strategies right now that people are not exploring. <laughs> apparently, literally every deck is good right now. Including red-white control. Oh, yeah. Let's hear about this you thing. Just jump right what is, into what it? is this? Red-white red, white, brown? So we can't say it's the worst deck of the week because no, it we was can. doing... Okay, fine. All right. You know what, guys? <laughs> gotta, worst deck got, of the week. I gotta find this guy's name. Hang on. Go ahead, it go was on. Anthony go Molinari, ahead. right? Molinari? Yeah. Is that what it was? Moliari. 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 Anthony Moliari. Moliari. 
Um, sure. I wrote this on the back of this a bill because we don't have any decks this week. This is the most so. confusing deck list I've ever seen in my life. Oh, here you go. We have Origin okay, so, and Panic Spell Bombs. So Star City Games ran a feature deck tech article on... I guess this guy must have been doing well, like 3-0 or 4-0 in the tournament like it's in, in St. Louis. That's mostly what we're going to talk about, and then just standard in general And today. they're like, whoa, what a wacky deck that is. They're like, oh my god, this guy's like 4-0. Maybe we should, uh, maybe there's something to this Red White Forge Master silliness. And you know what, maybe there is, but when you pack it full of panic spell bombs and origin spell bombs... <laughs> it makes you wonder. <laughs> uh, I mean... it. <sighs> I, I can appreciate the fact that like as you're if as a coverage writer you're going through going man what's the best deck like what's the newest coolest thing that I can deck tech for this week and yeah. you you re- like you 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 sit him down you're talking to him and then like at what point do you realize that this is actually not a real deck Just the, and you need to like bail out yeah <laughs> wacky I think it was after they were like halfway through it <laughs> yeah and he was like I've got these two swiftlight buds. Yeah. I haven't lost a game where I've gotten untapped with Condolce Ford match. I mean, in all fairness, yeah, he probably didn't. Right, but <laughs> who with the upper echelons are going to be able to are gonna let that happen? <laughs> uh, he had beaten aggro and control. Oh, he did so. say that. Did you ever untap with a Kadotha Forge He's Master? probably 2-0 yes. at this point. Look, did you win? Look, yes. Have you ever untapped with a Kadotha Forge Master? Yes. Only in limited, though. Just, like it's really it, it's actually kind of satisfying like okay so this guy's a three five for five and you can sack three three artifacts including himself whoa yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 these are things and so this is no mana no mana no, to do no it no manner you just tap it that's why you have to have two swift foot boots in there i was i was ragging on him earlier for having double swift foot boots i didn't think he needed to but you guys told me you're like oh no he has to just he has to draw those naturally right because sometimes you got to sack one like you play like two like imagine a board that is a panic spell bomb, two swift foot boots, and then you play out your called the Forge Master. And you're like And then you're just rubbing your hands together like Oh yeah. All right, here's what you, I will say about this. Guess deck, what's okay? coming? He can go he goes turn two sphere, turn three solemn, turn four Kadatha Forge Master equip. No, he can't do that. No, he One can't of those do turns that. he has to play a thing. I don't know where you're coming from. I mean, if like if you, if you equip the Kaboth of Forge Master and then give it haste so that it... Uh, that's also kind of cute, but like, I don't know. I guess this deck isn't dedicated combo. I mean, basically he's modeling his, his deck off, off of the old Juza deck, except the old Juza deck actually had some control elements. Was a blue-black Deseret deck? Right. <laughs> it, that's what it he drew said, your Kadatha Forge Master. Like, right. Like, what, oh. What's Deseret do with this deck? He draws my Kadatha Forge Master. Right. You remember what... You remember... Like, you'd at least want to play at least one of the colors that you based the deck on from before, right? Sure. But nope. Going the <laughs> exact brown. opposite. Oh, brown. You're oh, right. Artifact colors. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. This deck seems crazy. Three Origin Spell Bomb, two Panic Spell Bomb, four Sphere of the Suns, two Swiftfoot Boots, two Tumble Manics, two Slag Storms, one Blightsteel Colossus, one Mere Battle Sphere, two Precursor Golems, four Solemn Simulacrums, four Forge Masters, and here's where it gets goofy. One Sun Titan? Hell yeah. I guess cuz? Because you gotta be in white. I mean, I guess you just get back your broken artifacts that you broke with your Forge Master? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Three dispatch I like. 
four galvanic blasts are like one mind slaver seems good. So I don't know. Uh, here, all right. Here's actually just the only reason I'm picking on this deck. Okay. Right here in the board. <laughs> you mean the devil's play? <laughs> nope, nope. The scrapyard salvos. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a real card. All right, wait, stop. I figured out the Sun Titan. All right, imagine a board. You've got 12 mana. You're attacking with Sun Titan every turn, returning your buried ruins so you can get your Mind Slaver back. Done! We need 12. Uh, (laughs) Why do I have 12 mana? Um, Because I didn't actually do the math on how much mana you needed. (laughs) (laughs) That that seems like a lot of mana to Mind Slaver lock them. It's got to be, right? If I'm already attacking with Sun Titan every turn and Mind Slavering them, like... What what kind of board state do they have where I can't, <laughs> where I am no longer able to win? Look, I figured it out, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, I figured it out. Uh, buried Ruin into Mind Slaver, into Sun Titan, into Recursive Sun Titan, Buried Ruin, Mind Slaver. See how I just went up and down the chain? It's really clever, there? right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. I mean, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> this is doing something that, I mean, it's turning the metagame on its head. So he's got Scrapyard Salvo in his board. How many artifacts? He's got a buttload of artifacts but like metric buttload yeah but i mean is the scrapyard salvo only good after you go to get your broken piece with the condolta forge master i don't or? i don't understand i don't get it okay, i will oh. say i had a trade set up it was uh well why are we a, talking about trades it was a mind slaver for a kessig wolf run but it was like the you ever have trades where you're just like talking about cards where you're like oh well yeah i have that and then you have to like walk across the room to get it so i went okay. and got it and it was the old artwork mind slaver and he was like no trade i'm not trading I'm like <laughs> what? you serious like for real right now like it's it's a mind slaver he's like no i can't i can't use that one i'm like what huh? like you're already trading for mind slaver <laughs> i like the like, old clearly mind bad, slaver. but this is what killed your trade you can't take one from Mirrodin. You the have to get the new really artwork. Cool. The I old, like the old one. And I was one. like, this one looks better. It's yeah. actually better artwork. You're really going to... Mm. Well, here's that's the thing. Upsetting. The old Mind Slaver wasn't upsetting. mythic. That's true. I mean, that maybe, maybe that's... <laughs> if, if, if they had mythic back then, it would have been. Look, been. you know how you actually break your mind? You use a FNM Shrapnel Blast with the promo artwork of the dude with a Mind Slaver like, getting exploded. Whoa! I have not seen that. Head. That yeah. sounds cool. Or it's like it's a it's a Volshock guy, but it looks like a mind slaver. <laughs> uh, is this kind of like the time you told me that in the comic that uh, that Koth got a mind slaver on it, put a mind slaver on Benser, and then I read the comic and was like, uh, no, I think he, he just turned his he own put helmet a giant into rock a yeah, on his it was head. just a rock. Like he He's encased like, his whoa, head in rock, whoa, which whoa. is really mean, by the way. Koth mind slavered Benser, and I get on, and I read this thing, I'm like, this is gonna be so cool, and I'm like, oh, he put a rock on his head. Okay. <laughs> Are you saying that if your head was not encased in rock, <laughs> that you wouldn't do whatever that guy wanted you to do? Okay, I, I get the point. Dick but... move, Koth. Fuck you, Koth. Come on, Koth. <laughs> what are you? Come on. Come on, man. You would be putting people's heads in rocks. Come on. What are you thinking? Come on. So, um, I don't know. What a one. Red deck wins, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, look at the top eight. The composition of the top eight. Like... Uh, you mean all blue white aggro decks? A buttload of blue white aggro. Uh, buttload like, is like, like the word of the week. <laughs> six blue white aggro decks. Yeah, blue white like aggro decks. Then there's a blue red uh, Delver Chandra Phoenix deck, and then there's uh, mono red. How does that deck keep on doing well? That deck's which one? Mana the, is the, so awful. The Delver deck now, yeah. Which deck? The blue red deck. Blue red. The mana is awful. Oh. It's so bad. Like 
I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh man, those are all good cards. I like all these yeah. cards. Let me, let me shuffle up. And I goldfished it like for about an hour, and like I maybe be felt like I had one good game. Well, so they so <laughs> they just the mana is so bad. They, wow. they dropped off of searing blazes, and I was excited about that. I was like, okay, like you finally stopped getting addicted to value, and now they're playing psychic barrier. It's the same <laughs> right. call, like guys. Like double blue is kind of hard in the stack. I don't. Uh. I don't know. The whole thing is kind of wonky. It's a it's a blue red tempo deck. The the one that did well this time, I'm I don't know. Confused as to blue red tempo, I'm confused as it's like you you kept saying it was like counterburn. It's just counterburn. I mean, you kept saying it was counterburn. Counter 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 it's not counterburn. And I got, like, it, I don't really, play. it uses I don't really vapor think snag. Kind of card it has aggressive plays. It uh, it uses vapor snag to regain tempo. Like I don't think okay, maybe if you get lucky, you're able to sit on top of someone. But look at the number of creatures you have in that deck, and then look at like. I don't know when you uh, you get to you get to play turn one Delver and that's a really huge tempo play and then if you get to flip them on turn two man like you can get six damage in before they can O ring it yeah. but like you know what else does that reckless wave no there you see reckless it. wave never flips no Sam, like doesn't see any play reckless because he never flip. flips in yeah. this format okay like I mean. I don't know. I, also, Del Reckless Wave doesn't fly. I'm just being contrary. I'm sorry. Yeah, that like, was a bad one. What I'm actually saying is this deck, it, it played two Druidic Satchel, and I don't understand why this deck would have Is that Druid what Satchel. you're saying? Reckless Wave didn't really have anything to do with Druidic no, Satchel. No, but I wanted you to shut up so I could make my point. <laughs> uh, I like a Druidic Satchel. I play Druidic Satchel. Yeah, but really? that's why I think it's a no, counterburn deck. But you played in Tezzeret. Like, it makes sense there. It's a, it's a very controlling <laughs> deck. But this this is a, a obviously it makes sense a then. much more aggressive deck that I mean it's it's using vapor snag as a burn spell yeah I that's mean, what that's what I'm saying is I mean it's always vapor been snag, a burn spell I guess but vapor snag regains the tempo it's it's a it's a counter burn deck I feel like it's just a very controlish deck with very cheap threats is all fair it enough. is fair enough yeah I mean it so this is the build that dropped the the Stromkirk Nobles right right and it's playing uh, just heavier blue. Heavier blue, like, I, I think it's okay to do, like, that was the thing. Like, the old lists were running, like, pretty 50-50 mana because it wanted to equally have the option of turn one a Stromkirk Noble or turn one Delver. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was just like, this just seems bad. Like, if you want to go turn one Delver, just play heavy blue and splash. Right. You know? So, maybe that's what this one did. I mean, I mean it, it makes a little bit more sense on the mana, but it's, I don't know, it's still really wonky. I don't know, and and there's a whole bunch of, of choices in the deck that you're kind of like, what's going on? But I think it just does. I think it makes sense as a counterburn deck, whereas it doesn't make sense as an aggro deck, which is what it looks like with right. a bunch of low casting cost dudes that you know. I mean, but they all get value, and they're all just cheap threats. Like think Tarmogoyf. I mean, you can't think Tarmogoyf because Tarmogoyf is in a league of its own. Because Tarmogoyf isn't a three-two on turn one. Boom! Right. Boom. Ah, exactly. All right. Thank you for making my point. Tarmogoyf's like two. nothing on turn one. Tarmogoyf's got nothing on on Delver Secret. I've played plenty of Tarmo Squires before. That's oh, not very oh, impressive. Oh, really important news. Okay. Uh, I completed my playset of Foil Delver of Secrets uh, this weekend because I traded a Diet Mountain Dew or a Diet Dr Pepper for a Foil. Congratulations! Delver <laughs> and that was a good trade. And almost, and been, almost didn't. And I'll, almost lost no, the opportunity. I almost lost it because I had I had to like run across. <laughs> I, had to, I bought it from a vending machine. I had to run across the street to the Euro place and and slam it down on the counter right as he was ordering his food, his food. Good Diet stuff. doctor. I mean, yeah, like I had to work 
for it. That was that was it sounds that's a, an enlightening story on how much you give a shit about this foil Delver. Well, it was the last one of my playset. Now, now I have a playset of them. Uh, one of them See? is a Jap Jap. Oh, that's even better. No, so, they they all need to match. If they're gonna be pretty, they all have to be pretty the same way. They that's the rule. No, all, it's not Jap Jap. It's Ching Chong. They're all pretty. Oh. They're all pretty in their own way. Ching Chong's not as bad, but it's still all different not as and bad. pretty. Aren't those that make it better? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have a Japanese one. Jeez. You don't. You have a Chinese My one. fault. I'm sorry I have a Chinese one. Who knows the difference? <laughs> Who cares? Chinese people, fucker. <laughs> Duh. You are so white. <laughs> Wearing that white person's hat. Okay. So what? You are so Asian. What was this awful conversation we were With having? With that rice day? cooker in how, there. How many tri-corner hats are there in Innistrad? Yeah, we're, yeah we, we've <laughs> been over that. That was awesome. That's the, we, Whatever. What conversation what are you is spent? At? Your T-shirt. Oh, it, it's a paper airplane paper, aircraft carrier. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's really awesome. So, what what do you like in standard right now? These hail. Uh, I feel like we have to we have to we have to flower this the, podcast. That we got to rein it in. Yeah. Um, what I keep seeing over and over are there's not a good control deck right now. It just seems like it's a bunch of aggro stuff. And every time a good control oh, deck comes along... My no, every time a control deck comes along... <laughs> awful every, cards. I'm saying, every time a good control deck comes along, it just looks terrible. It it's seems like, like it's just were, playing here's dirty cards. what I found like, they in all an seem, unknown quantity. Like, they, they all seem like a smattering of good cards that somebody just threw together without actually trying very hard. They're just like, I want to throw together a bunch of twos and threes of stuff. Like They didn't focus their deck at all. Right now, control... The best control deck that you can play is a mind fuck. That's probably why this red white guy was doing well. Because <laughs> he was just like Sphere of the Suns, and they're like, all right. And he's like, Solemn. And they're like, all right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Cut off the Forge Master and like, wait a minute. <laughs> Stop this nonsense. What did you just do? He's probably like, he's like Cut off the Forge Master on turn four. Ooh. Pass. And they're like, well, he's not on Blightsteel. Yeah. Yeah. Light still like, plays blue black. They play ten. So you're saying that like the best kind of control decks are the control decks that will just throw a one of in there. They're like uh, one no, of negate just in decks, my main no. deck just because they're just uh, decks just that have controlling you, cards that. I'm all for playing cards like, that will play, just blow somebody's mind. You're playing controlling. You're playing no, no, controlling think, cards, but in addition to that, you're playing strategies that aren't known quantities. So your opponent doesn't know what to expect. I think he means like the first yeah. time I ever played a day of judgment. The turn after I played my Tezzeret, people lost it. <laughs> like you, like you just you know they just like when you confuse them. A it puts them on tilt, and B they just don't know what to expect from your deck. The fact that it's red, white, and control is kind of the mindfuck you were talking about. Can we about, stop talking about right? this Blightsteel deck? I don't give a well, shit I about just, that. I I'm just, just reference that, this as what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying that control decks, actual control decks, real stuff. It, right it now, doesn't, you can't. None of them seem like they're focused in a way that I like. You can't. None they of all, the decks right now are good enough just seems like to do that. Everything just seems like what's the best aggro deck you can play? All right. Because control decks are going to lose to Kessig. Okay. They're going to lose to yeah, good mid range decks. decks aren't even show, like, they're all showing Right, up. because like they're getting shut down by the crazy. aggro decks. The aggro decks are keeping the Kessig deck in check. Okay. And the Kessig Basically. deck rolls control. Like, control beats the aggro decks, obviously, because it's playing days or, you know, like, well, like bl- Black finally, Sun Zenith or so whatever. So we finally hit this very loose mold of Rock, Paper, Scissor, where it's finally hit the... Like, because I'll, I'll say that the, the top eight was all these aggro decks. It's all these, like, dumb-looking aggro decks. And right. the top 16 
was all of these dumb-looking Kessig Wolfron decks. Right. And there was, like, Wolfron Black with Olivia Voldaren and Wolfron White with Day of Judgment. And they're all just playing... Did you see the guy, uh, Matthias Hunt, with his Wolfron Blue? Mm-mm. That sure. was a thing. Well, that was looked interesting. Uh, he was playing uh, Rug Colors, but he was Heavy Blue. Okay. He was playing... He dropped his Primeval Titans down to two. Whoa. Because his whole thing was like, oh, Kessig's the best deck. It's going to be everywhere. How do you beat Titans? You play with the best Titan to beat Titans, which Frost is Frost Titan. Titan. So he played four Frost Titans and two uh, Primeval Titans. He also played with a quantity of, I don't even know the number, but he played with Cackling Counterpart. Because he was like, when you want to out-Titan your opponent... You just have to have this more Titans. Has, this is two <laughs> Titans in one. And I was just like... Man. I mean, obviously he didn't do very well. Right. <laughs> right. Yikes. I will say, I, I, I feel bad for Frost Titan. I feel like what? that card is still super Don't good. feel bad for Frost. Yeah. He'll yeah. come back. He will come he back. He always comes back. He always I mean, pops his head up. It's winter time. So. Exactly. Yeah. I'll play some Frost Titans. Don't worry. I'll sleep up Frost Titans. I've, I've been playing Frost Titans all season. I'm just but. like, are you guys surprised that Moreland Haunt and Kessig Wolfron are like the best cards in no, they're in, great like, cards. In standard. I mean, they, it seems like every time they print some kind of Basically, like dumb uncountable effect, is the new Keldern Outpost, and um, Kessig is a fireball on a stick. So it doesn't even it doesn't good. even have an analog. It's just like, oh, we haven't seen a card like this before. Hope it doesn't break. Uh, except we print a Preval Titan, so hope it doesn't break. I don't know this whole this whole format just reminds me of the old format, except without a dominant deck, like. There, there was so like nothing the, like the old format. No, is what you're saying. No, there was like I should say the Redneck was good for most of the season. Right, Valakut was good for Valakut most of the was season. Good for, yeah, and the, but now right. it's being kept in check by a more aggressive deck. Like it, it really is just looking like it's going to turn out to be last. It's season. just like you have your waves of metagame. Yeah. Well, I mean, next week it's probably going to be a good control deck that figured out some kind of weird tech against Wolfron. So I mean, that's like, that's what we're all leading up to is this. Star City Invitational in Charlotte here. Right, right. I mean, it, it's... I wish I'd seen a... Li- Apparently, Jerry T brought some five-color control storm. Yeah, Michael Jacob was also playing it, and I don't really both know them won, what right? it... They yeah, both, right. They were both in the top 16, because we got to see their deck list, yeah. Right. I, I, oh, wait a minute, nope. Uh, Jerry T was posting, like, a madman, too, was like, oh, man, look for... Uh, I wasn't doing too well after round three, but look for Michael Jacob in the top eight. He's on a hot streak. And then we were like, uh, where are you guys? <laughs> Michael are, Jacobs! I'm at, at, I'm the, at the top eight. I'm looking for Michael Jacobs. They are at the bar. No Michael the Jacobs. That's where they are. <laughs> Tearing up their ancient r- grudges and uh, shimmering grottos. Like, have you... Like, nice deck, bro. I mean, have you guys... I, You've gone O2 hot tub before, right? <laughs> like, Absolutely. I mean, just like it's more so O2 <laughs> go back to bed. Um, yeah. But I've, uh, I've definitely O2 hot tub. Here's, here's what I'm kind of surprised about: the lack of tempered steel. That deck wasn't good. Yeah, we no, knew no, that deck no, no, wasn't no. Well, good. See, that's the thing. Like, still, like you just assume that you're going to see it because it just crushed worlds. Right. Like, it didn't actually right. win. Right. But it did so well. And like, all right. of these blue white, all of these blue white decks that top aided had Leon and Relic Warders in their main deck. They're just all on Wesco. I'm just saying, Leon Relic in Order Wesco is, is the worst. I just want to say that's the worst fucking sentence I've heard. <laughs> Don't go all in Wesco. Uh, all in Wesco is oh, uh, both inches of my dick up in your butt. <laughs> Did you just say both inches? Yes, sir. Like you only have two? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Revolting. No. Well, that's because uh, you're all in Wesco. Exactly. Yeah. Right, obviously. Exactly. Okay. Um. Wow. But no, I mean, like, we, just made uh, a... no, we were talking about before, Leon and Relic Order has a target against 
most decks except for the aggro. Oh boy, what just happened? I was just thinking about it. Okay, go on. We just made a dick joke, <laughs> a dick sized joke about Wesco. Thank you. Oh. It was awesome. <laughs> Don't rail on that guy. Fucking heads. His face is falling off. <laughs> We really have to stop. <laughs> oh, man. No. I, it's I an awkward podcast where three ugly-ass dudes are sitting here railing on a Magic player for being ugly. <laughs> True. Shitheads. I don't hate ugly? that. I don't hate that guy. I really don't. But the story about his face <laughs> melting off is just too priceless. Also, the fact that he was wasted in, like, Amsterdam shouting at everyone on the street his own name. He was like, Wesco check, guys. Wesco check. You're like, uh... The, the, the worst minute, part wait, is wait, that wait, they wait, don't wait. know what language he's speaking. Do you, do because Wesco Czech could be multiple languages. <laughs> do you mean to tell me that there are awkward magic players? <laughs> oh, yeah. No way. Oh, so awkward. Oh, man. Jeez. But his story is epic. But moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I want to tell you an epic story about GP Amsterdam. Let me hear about it. Uh, dude is walking down the sidewalk in Amsterdam the day before the PT from America. It's his first PT. Sure. He trips on the cobbled stone... Uh, shatters his kneecap Holy shit. on the sidewalk, uh, has a hell of a time. Like, his health insurance is, like, not suitable for Europe. Oh. So they pretty much get him stable and fly him back to America, and he doesn't get to play in the PT. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know the end of the story, but they were making an appeal to Wizards to let him re for the next PT. Wow. Because he was real sad. He was very and sad. And Wizards was like, he's clumsy. Sorry. Yeah. They're like, sorry, don't trip on a crack. Wait, we don't know our own clientele very well then. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they ended up getting there. I'm editing all this out. Well, that would be sad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Good job. Sweet jazz, bro. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, can I waste some of your time for a little while? Is sure cool? can. You have to do that for a little bit? There's this <laughs> one guy who was over in that country who fell down and broke his knee. And Wizards was like, yeah, man. Sucks to be you. Best story ever. Here, <laughs> man. So what do you what do you what do you like right now? You're all on pod. You really think that pod is like the end all be all right now? Like, is it the uh, best deck? Like, what, there's there's a difference between the best deck, what you think is the best deck, and what you want to play. So so obviously you want to play pod, but you don't necessarily think pod is the best deck. Okay, the the thing is, uh, I keep working with Lawrence Creech uh, about how do how do you play this deck and beat what's going to come up next week. That's what's important. That's what's fresh on my mind. And you can retool the deck. Obviously, it's a very versatile deck. But uh, every time I look at it, I'm like, how do I beat these stupid aggro decks? Because I am a value-centric deck. And it seems like aggro never disappeared in this metagame. And I really don't know. I know how you beat it. You have to have your one-drop survive. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. You just play with four... Um, Sky Hunters. Yonin? The guy that gains two life when he comes into play. The three mana, two, two, flying, gain two life when he comes into play. Oh, uh, wow. Why? Because um, he goes and gets your four drops, which are Stonehorn Dignitary and Solemn Simulacrums. I'd rather play a uh, Sky Bruinator, which owns the board. Owns yeah, but that doesn't board. stop you from dying. Yeah, it just aggro. wrecks the board. <laughs> it doesn't stop you from dying. They just aggro. throw a random dude into it. <laughs> Does Gabrionator say block any number of creatures? Well, no. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm playing, if I'm if I'm playing against aggro, I, I guess I, the better three drop would be the blade slicers, which we've actually gotten. We've up to two. 
Just because we want to draw it naturally. I like blade splicing. Yeah. Like, I like it. And also, like, if they're like, here, here's my aggro draw in mono red, they get to get these Stormblood Berserkers, and you're like, I'll double block, but I still first strike it out. I'll say, I, I think Bamahon, <laughs> really nice. I think uh, Birthing Except Bond, they were like, Bolt Charge. <laughs> Swing it for seven. Oh, God. I nice think, I think nice Birthing dudes, Bond, dude. Yeah, that's that's the really cool. <laughs> but, all right. I, wait, wait, wait. I think Birthing Pod's the kind of card that gets better with time. That the longer that it's in print, or that the format has a two more sets to go in mm-hmm. the core set, the more cards they print, the more options you get for your toolbox. Well, that's the thing. Like, like Innistrad like doesn't seem like it's going better. that way. They're not giving us a whole lot of value things in Innistrad. Okay, well, two weeks ago, I was really afraid for Bampod because I knew that Tempered Steel had upped, which meant that this week there was going to be a lot of hate for artifacts, which meant Birthing Pod was going to be going on the way out. But then this week, just like you said, where's the Tempered Steel? So next week, hopefully at Charlotte, people are not going to be looking for it. No, the the... Here's the reason that we tell you not to play Tempered Steel. It's not a good deck to begin with. It was only good for one week. And it's not only good for one week because people will just bring back a bunch of hate cards. It's only good for one week because it's not better than some of the other aggro decks. I don't know. In the Channel Fireball testing group, they were like, uh, hey, what is everyone going to play? And from day one, Josh Adderlayton, like a month before the tournament, was like, I'm going to play this Tempered Steel deck. I don't know what you guys are playing. And everyone was like, oh, well, let's... Let's figure that out. Shut up, Raptor. Yeah, shut, like, everyone was like, <laughs> shut up, you're an idiot. And then they playtesting, and LSV sat there with blue-black control for months and months on playing his little right. dirty little matches online. He's like, oh, this deck's awful. He, and he, <laughs> right, exactly, that too. But they just kept getting eaten alive by Josh Erlayton's Tempered Steel builds, and then, I don't know, like, why is that bad? If for no other reason than people are main decking Leon Relic Warders and those aren't going away. You guys you guys kept giving me shit about like pointing this out because Craig West Craig, Craig, blah, Craig Westco did it. But honestly, uh, people are not gonna stop doing it. If they don't main deck it, they'll sideboard it. And these decks are blue white decks. Right, 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 right. Uh, I get the, the I mean, Yes, yes, yes. But there are there are so many different hate cards that if even if it was a good deck at the time, which it was but post sideboard, I can board out ban- birthing pods and still just be a bant a- a control deck. No, that's fine. We're talking about Tempered Steel here. Main- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, oh. the, the, the reason we're talking about the reasons why you shouldn't play Tempered Steel anymore. Oh well, I'm not worried about Tempered Steel anymore. I, what I was I was just using tra- Tempered Steel as a transition point for for Bantified. So I'm saying Tempered Steel was good. Did not show up this week. And so I was worried about the hate, but since it didn't show up now next week, because Birthing Pod has never been a factor. Never, no one has been thinking about Birthing Pod when they're testing for their fucking. Excuse me, I play a life's finale in my board because <laughs> of Birthing Pod. <laughs> and you know what? If you got if you guys a life's finale, I'd probably lose. Absolutely, that's why I play. Right. Well, unless I mean, I mean, Scott Bruinator, if it was already on the board, would actually be a problem because it could keep going. But that being said, it's just. It's bad. But uh, that being said, okay, I've been testing this deck forever, obviously, so I, I would think that it's the best deck. But uh, if I was going to pick a deck out of the blue, if I was just going to scrape a deck off the sidewalk of these uh, of these last couple weeks, um, where did Aliantrazi's uh, Mayor Delver deck go? Did red just kind of phase <laughs> it out as a, as a better color for that deck? Yep. Um, the mayor <laughs> Delver deck was never a real thing. It's exactly what happened. It was it really was, cool. It like, was neat. It, it had really neat interactions. Good. Yeah. But like the fact that people like in all colors, like people playing illusions were playing main deck gut shots. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like 
That's main deck strong. vapor snags. Right, right. Like, yeah, nice pair, bro. Right. Boom. I mean, it's, it's just it's not it. worth it's Go. not worth being in three colors when you could be in two colors and get. Well, it's not even worth being in two deck. colors. It's the fact that it's there. You're playing cards that aren't good. Based on the fact that people are playing cards like Vapor Snag and Gutshot. Yeah, like those say, cards are actually just bad. Well, I was going to say three colors actually fixes your mana in that in that sense. And it, it, it doesn't matter about that. What I'm actually worried about is like the strength of the cards in the deck. And if that's what, what it is, then that's fine. I, I, I keep seeing Vapor Snag pop up here and there. I want to see it in action more. <laughs> I want to see it in action more. I want to see more people playing it. I don't really understand it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's really good with... I mean, the... Uh, the blue illusions deck that Todd Anderson's been all about, like, you know, like it got to the point where a lot of those decks are playing four vapor snags now because it's so good. Right, right, right. Like it's just like, here, give me time, let me do things. Like I don't know, I think like Control can even play that card if you're playing Snapcaster. That's what know? I'm saying. See, but I think Control is already playing that card because I think that the blue red uh, Delver deck is a Control deck. I think that's, it's a, I think it's a Counterburn deck. That's your face. I'm there's, saying there's no Planeswalkers in that deck. Obviously not control. Obviously not control. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we should be playing Jace Memory Add up, right? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right, so, tell me. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, do, uh, have, have either of you uh, paid attention to Legacy at all? Legacy. I know. Well, it's kind of relevant because we get Charlotte next week, That's and true. there a lot of people. I told are you. Forced. I actually started brewing Legacy. Ooh. And you told me that it was just <laughs> some other deck, and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the conversation. I was like, I just want to play with uh, Delvers and Snapcasters, um, yeah. Thought Seizes, uh, Hymn to Torax, yep. and just like, you know, Force of Wills, Brainstorms, Dazes, and just be like... And l- this, like, literally all of those cards are in, uh, minus the Delver, is is in Nick Spagnuolo's Blue Black Belt. But Delver's great. Like, why would you not play with Delver in that um, deck? It just gives you a fast clock. Like, I, I don't know. I don't see any problem with playing Delver in that deck. Uh, the kind of things you have to fight in that deck, because Blue Black has to be more reactive than Agar in that format. But you don't have to be. You have to be. You don't have to. You have to be, otherwise you just lose to Natural Order, which is the most popular deck. Right, but you get to play with black, which is the best card color for sacking things. Right, right, right. Which is why people are playing Liliana and uh, Dark Confidant in the same deck, which is what, what Nick Spagnola was doing, which I thought was really cool. Like, like you're Dark making Confidant. up, you're making up for, and that's why you're also playing the brainstorm is because you can aggressively brainstorm in that deck because a, a lot of the theory about brainstorming that in that format is you don't end of turn brainstorm a lot of the time because that's just bad play, bad mechanics. But in that deck, you can aggressively end of turn brainstorm so you can set up your Bob draws. So you take less life. You can draw more cards for less life. And I don't know, because you have no way to kill your Bob, your own Bob. Right. He just gets in there. You can sack him with Liliana. Uh, it's the only way. And that sounds really <laughs> poor. You but, can throw him into combat. <laughs> uh, you could also do that. They probably wouldn't block. What I don't like about this format, uh, about the Star City Invitational format, is I, b- I believe they're running four of them this this coming year in, in 2012. And this first one's happening in Charlotte. I can win a Star City Standard Open event, like win it or top eight it and get the invitation and be like, oh, I get to go to this Invitational. It's got insane ev it's like one of the best like private circuit events and you know like if you play magic you've probably heard of it by now right mm-hmm. and so. what's this so <laughs> the the, has no idea. the thing that the thing that drives me nuts about them is that you have to play split format as somebody that just 
doesn't play Legacy. Like, I can. I have. It's it's interesting. But I wouldn't ever consider myself an expert. I wouldn't, like, be excited to ever go play a tournament of Legacy. It just... Uh, and and so... What, what What I have to do in this tournament is play, like... On the first day, it's like four rounds of standard, three rounds of legacy, or some some kind of breakdown where they're combining where they're combining yeah. both these formats into one tournament, which is what the pro tours are already doing with X format plus draft of the current format. Right. Pro tours already do that, and there was some hubbub about it, but people accepted it. They're like, "Well, you just have to get over it. Do it." And like that's fine for draft because draft is dynamic; it changes all the time. We do enough of it, but like <sighs> Legacy has more established decks, and like I'm probably just talking out of my ass here. I don't exactly know everything about their metagame, but th- there are definitely more established decks that do stuff, and uh, they don't change a whole lot from tournament to tournament. So I don't like. I don't know what you're, for, know what you're saying. The format just feels a lot more stagnant to me, and like it doesn't feel as interesting. It doesn't feel like. But ever since Star City Games started doing it as a weekly format, that it's gotten like it's a got, lot it's gotten better. It, it, okay, it went from before when Legacy wasn't actually played, people were playing all these decks that were just trash. Right. Well, like, and, and yeah, so like they've done a lot of good things for the format. Right. It's just what I, accelerated. What I don't like about this about this format about this specific invitation format where it's split and you have people that either qualify through a draft open or through a standard open is they're forced to play Legacy. And but let's think they're not forced. No, a lo- they are not forced. forced. No, you don't have to play at the Invitational. You're not going to. It's just... an invitation. Here, if you want to come, come. Yeah, but like you're. But it's a free invitation to play at a ten thousand dollar. It was right. more than ten thousand. So I don't First think anyone's like, deck. oh man, I got this Invitational to play in this format. I don't understand. Like yes. nobody's like, yes, wah, they wah. are. Okay, yes. no, that's exactly. Then they don't have to go. No, that's exactly. <laughs> no, but Cassie, exactly. that's exactly what's happening. Is that instead of people saying whatever, I'm just not going to go. They say, well, I'm going to try to go. I'm going to go because it's and ten thousand dollars. No, and they and they, but they have be, no chance. But they is might what be a saying. very good player. At the other formats, at, like if I just win a draft open, I might just be a very good draft player. Okay. And you're right, you don't have to go. You're right. Maybe I'm throwing my money away <laughs> and I'm being an idiot. But like if you win a standard open, you're a good standard player, you got a good standard deck. Uh these then people, hold your infight for no, the, the standard heavy. These people these people are saying, Oh, well, what's the best deck in the format? I'm just gonna pick it up and try to run with it and try to run good and just and just hope that I can luck my way into some wins with like one of these like uh, Establish like you don't you don't have to know what you're doing type decks to do well, right? And like and that's, legacy doesn't have a lot of those natural order. That's exactly the, the, I've heard that quote from multiple people this week. Is I don't have to know what I'm doing. You cast natural order and then you win. Yeah, I've I literally mean, heard that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you play an accelerator, you green sun Zenith. Oh, have you, you ever played Mind's Desire? It turns out you can just high tide the same way. Go for it. Like I'm, okay, and, well, and that's, that's no, right. how well, people are desi- if you this learned, format. If you learned Mind's Desire, that's how people that's are approaching this format. I feel like that's bad. In mean, that there are people that are like passionate about Legacy that actually like it that are going into these tournaments prepared, right? And and yes, there are probably some players that are super good. I also want to mention that you just those things. I, like I said, I did mention that that. that there aren't a lot of those decks. There aren't a lot of decks in Legacy that you can just go on and boosh. That High Tide, I don't, I don't know the viability of High Tide, but I know that it hasn't shown up a lot recently. But I do know that you've basically just said Natural Order, which is still everywhere, and High Tide, which I don't think is still everywhere. Whereas I know that there's like, I don't know, ten other completely legitimate strategies that you just have to learn the format about. Yeah, like 
and 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 I get that. And people, all the people who don't know you, and you know what? I think people who can actually game the Invitational are going to look at the at, at the format and say, well, "All right, well, everyone who ha- was forced to play Legacy this weekend is going to play the easy deck if they can get their hands on it." And the easy deck would would either be Dredge or Natural Order. So or, they're going to they're going to. Or I guess Zoo Zoo is still even a little bit. It's actually challenging. Challenging, but I don't know. You, you uh, they're gonna game the metagame that like that, and and you know that's what the Invitational is about. Is the people who have been running the circuit are gonna continue to run it in the Invitational? Like, and and that's fine. I think that's fine. I think that's how it should be. Really? I think that's really? how it should be. I, I I I would like to see one format. All the way through for a tournament. Okay, well, that's. I also want to mention mostly, that mostly because of the way the invites are being given out. Well, I mean, this is something new that they've been trying for like they did it last year and they're doing it this year. Like, obviously, before that, they were doing full, you know, like tournament all the way for one format. And I, I mean, they're trying new stuff. I well, mean, like they're also... they're pretty much the the organizer. Mm-hmm. Okay, Star Cities is pretty much the only company that's doing. Like, I don't know what happened to TCG Player. They were running these events. I don't know if they just stopped getting value for it or they just couldn't afford it or whatever, but they stopped doing it. Midwest, Midwest Masters was another series. Right. Like, there have been... There have been other people who imita- tried to do imitators, it. Imitators, but right, not... That just weren't as successful as Star City. Like, Star City has the option of kind of getting... They can do whatever they want because they're, they're the only ones doing it. Yeah. You know, like, it just... If people don't like it, they'll let Star City know, and they'll be like, okay, well, we can change it up. Obviously, like, something was said before because they were doing just standard events and just legacy events, and they changed it in the past year or so. Not for the Invitational. So. The Invitational's always been the way. No. Really? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. What were they doing? They, they, they were, were doing just a, doing standard events. A, se- a separate standard Invitational. It was just like the... Yeah. And then the next time they did an Invitational, it was a legacy Invitational. Right. This new mixed format thing is a new thing. It started last right. year. I'm, just, I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not. I, uh, all right. Well, I have also want to mention that uh, Star City is a business, and Star City is trying to make money. And what they're really trying to do is force everyone to get into Legacy. And we, we, everyone has said, you know, the the obstacle to getting into Legacy is the high price point. Well, Star City wants people to jump that, and they want to force the better players to jump that. You know, if the better players are just going to draft to get their standard cards and then play standard with those cards, then that's fine. But it's not fueling Star City's revenue with their older cards. Star City actually wants to make money by forcing them to play older formats and and get newer players to play in old. Yeah. No, I mean, it just makes sense. This is an established thing. It's the reason why they're not picking up modern or at least they're not picking it up yet for right now. I mean, they're going to let this PTQ format run its course and then I guess we'll see. Well, the, the, well they the, pushed the middle... legacy because there was actual cry for it. People wanted to play legacy. Right, so they're absolutely. like, cool, well, right. let's give them a legacy event and see how it turns out. And it, and it started out off slow and it got huge. Yeah. Like if that's the same thing, like people are like being like, Oh, let's play modern. Let's, right. let's, let's do a modern tournament. I'm well, sure they're going to do it. I think the if middle they see a, like an outlet for them to, no, I don't want to sound shitty about it, but if they find like an outlet that they can exploit, they're gonna. Yeah. Because I mean, they're just smart. Like Pete's a smart dude. He's running a good business. Yeah. He he's doing what people want to do. So he's like, here, here, I'll I'll do this tournament for you. You just have to pay me. And they're like, okay. Yep. <laughs> and, and the thing is, so if he's got people who want to do it, he'll do it. Uh, 
they're gonna they're probably gonna wait until the middle formats uh kind of settle down they're really volatile right now like there's so many things changing and and being argued about and like but like they don't have all that with standard and legacy they're like these are the established formats they will probably always exist these are the things that we want to invest in. These are the things that we want to run every week. Right. And Absolutely. drafting like became a big enough thing where people were like, hey, can you do drafts? Can you do drafts? Can we open up draft for this? So they did. So they did. Yeah. And, and I feel like Modern will get there. I feel like people aren't turned on to it yet because the PTQ season hasn't happened. I feel like once the PTQ season happens, people see the lists. People say, oh, well, that's the list? I have all those cards. I well, can play that deck. It's so weird because it's I like, love playing that deck. It's weird because there was like Legacy and there were like back in the day, like, you know, what, like two years ago, there was Legacy, there was Extended, and then there was Modern or, or Standard, okay? So there's like you have these three formats that kind of span like the spectrum and they've kind of like muddled it a bit because they're like, okay, well, here's Modern. Like we tried this extended format that didn't really work. Nobody really seemed to like no, it. They axed yeah. extended right. because wow. it was always the lowest performing right. format. How, how weird is they that? They just replaced it. I right. just want to mention these, like okay. they changed extended, and then now they've kind of moved to modern, which seems like it's kind of taking over where extended was, which is fine. But like, <clears throat> it's kind of it's still in like a time of flux. Like there's still like they're established figuring- legacy. There's established standard and all the middle school stuff. They it's have just to, kind of like they're trying to figure out. They have to figure out what their ban list is for start. Like, if you have an event, and then after the event you have to ban some stuff, and then you have another event and you have to ban some more stuff, and right? Then, like, and people are still unhappy because cards are unbanned on are banned on fun level. Like, right. I mean, well, it's like ridiculous. Like, there's it's, like, it's are we tough, gonna ban like Wild Nakato now? Like, like it's a it's a tough it's you know? a tough like, spot. That's what I'm saying. But like, Nakato is an amazing card. It's a tough spot for them to figure it out. And you're right. Like, the format is volatile i guess if that's the word we're going to use and i get it <coughs> i think that i think that this format will will get there okay how i mean we, if they're going to push it like this yeah i mean, I mean the, if they're just going to pour all into trying to uh get this thing straight then yeah obviously it's gonna like you know it's just so <laughs> it is and they're just going to keep on beating it until they figure it out then yeah uh, it's just, I guess, it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to get tired of trying to figure it out before people lose interest. Anyway, Star City events coming up in Charlotte. Yeah, and we're not going to be there. We're not, even though uh, it's not that far from us. Burrows we're not going to be there. You're, gonna, you're going? Yeah, I'll be there. Are you going for real? Yeah, hey. play red deck ones. Cool, brother. Uh, I'm going to be in, uh, playing in the standard open, and also going to be coming a level one judge. Hey, level red one judge Chris Burrows. Hmm? Play red deck ones. No, uh, not in the standard thing. Playing Red Deck Wins. Grind in. With Red Deck Wins. Grind in with... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, if you can, I could easily do that. Can you qualify for an L1 judge with Red Deck Wins? <laughs> if only. Like if you just, only. You just show them a really sweet deck. Right. And you're like, no, I only have to deal 20 points of burn. Like I've I've been brewing some it's, it's pretty ridiculous easy. things. This card says deal three damage to you. I could show. I could the, show ru- the rules are really straightforward. I could show a judge a sweet deck. Yeah, yeah. I've been brewing. It's all very ugly, and I'm sure you guys would not like it. But uh, yeah, there are some bad Innistrad. We have to see enough play. of your awful things. We don't need to subject the people to them. Um, uh, we the people love them. What are you talking about? The people love the this. The people do love them. Also, uh, by the way, hot buy on Magic Online. I got Mayor Baba Brooks for. 11 cents? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Magic Online right now. I, I haven't loaded it up in a long time. I had to download like 600 files, but uh, I got Mayor Baba Brooks for 11 cents. So Booyah. I paid more for Boneyard Worms. Yeah, that's right. Wow, they that's both, awkward. They were in the same deck together, so you can yeah infer I mean, what you will. Yeah, it was it was real good. So those are the kind of brews we're we're cooking up over here <laughs> on the Scrublands. <laughs> what's a Splinter Fright do? Yeah, Nothing exactly. Uh, you, know, you don't want to know. Splinter Fright's not a it's not a real card. Watches. Don't do it. Uh, don't, don't play Splinter Frights, kids. All right. So we had a we had kind of a, a tamer episode tonight. Um, I guess we we're kind of a uh, I don't know tired. No magic. I'm tired. Magic hasn't had anything that interesting happen. You guys want to do cast, but like we don't have anything to talk about. I'm sorry. <laughs> like if, if you want interesting things to talk about, like make magic do interesting things. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say? Like nothing happened. Travis Wu did a popper video. We really like Splitter Fright. <laughs> uh, we watched Travis Wu try to build a distant melody deck. That thing was sick. I, I mean, like, I mean, we love Travis Wu, but I mean, this isn't news. You guys know we love Travis Wu. It's true. He followed us on Twitter. He's one of like eleven followers. I know there's not <laughs> so very many of them. I'm working on that. In fact, I'll actually, be honest, Travis Wu is like the only follower that matters. So. Post yeah. something on Twitter. <laughs> Post something on Twitter right now. I have been actually for the past uh, like been, couple been minutes. Live I, I been... thought you've been like uh, words with frenzing. No, yeah. no, yeah, we're not, I do we're a not lot impressed of that. by your telephone skills. I do a lot so. of that, but I've been. Uh, we have uh, so last week we tried to get a cast off the ground, but we just couldn't because there was nothing going on in Magic. There's nothing to talk about. We're like, was, okay, well. What do we talk about? There was literally nothing. nothing. Well, I want to right, do a you holiday play Halo? episode, yep, but yep, we're, we're not in the holiday <laughs> mood yet. So. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got some some tweets from last week because I said tweet with us and hopefully we'll get you on the cast. And uh, I, people actually tweet us. We got two of them. Oh wow! And we're just gonna we're gonna put them up because they're the only people that did it. Cool. <laughs> Congratulations, guys! It's this easy to get on the All podcast. Right. You have to if you want to get on the podcast. Tweet us. Twitter us. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we should we should talk about how to spot an. I'm I'm assuming this was inspired by the uh, the the Todd rant, but um, you should we should talk about how to spot an asshole at a tournament. (laughs) What what user username? Well, usually this this was I am Yeti. If there's if there's a fat Asian dude who's laughing a whole lot and you can hear him across the room. It's probably done, and he's an asshole. Yeah, be worried. <laughs> this guy, he'll rip you apart on a podcast, no less. If you see some an innocuous little dude who's about five eight, wearing a stupid hat and a chin strap, <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> um, if you see some random guy who's going around to all the. 